Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCard coming at you. Episode 119. It is Tuesday, August the 15th. It is about 8.50 in the morning. And I'm excited, baby. I'm excited. Uh, Just got done dropping Tyler Jr. off uh, for school. He and I had a little father-son breakfast at uh, the great fast food restaurant, bless it in Jesus' name, Chick-fil-A. Yep, had a chicken biscuit, actually a um, muffin or McMuffin or English muffin. Yeah, there you go. English muffin chicken sandwich. So, it's good stuff and um, so I am headed out right now to my work, I've got to go and serve and help out uh, a fellow rep of mine uh, that needs some help with some uh, catalogs and had some furniture stuff. And, you know, that actually might be a good uh, first thing that, you know, I just tell you guys about. But uh, before I do that, I just want to tell you guys, um, for everyone that did reach out to me um, after hearing about my mom's passing, the phone calls, the text message, uh, the direct message on social media. I just want to tell you guys personally, thank you uh, for reaching out to me. Uh, it definitely means a lot, uh, and it definitely means uh, the world to me, really, that, um, you know, people out there, they, man, there's there's a lot of love in the world, all right? There is a lot of love in the world, and I really, really do appreciate uh, you guys doing that, Okay really do. Um, But the reason why I'm actually headed to my office right now is not related to any kind of uh, (laughs) opportunity directly that I have. Um, So yesterday, I should back up Friday, this past Friday, I actually kind of started to get back uh, acclimated with with work and kind of get back in the cockpit and start uh, doing things for my job and, you know, slowly kind of get acclimated so that I kind of had a little bit more of a runway on Monday. So, so as I'm, I'm kind of doing that, um, my former boss, who has now taken over a very large strategic account here in Atlanta, uh, he calls me up and, well, he doesn't call me, I call him and we basically get to talking and, you know, he lets me know that, He's got, uh, he has to go and put together furniture, (laughs) Uh, put together furniture for this uh, bid uh, that we had, uh, that we had turned in, and the uh, school district has asked to actually see samples of the furniture that we are recommending to the school district, and so uh, we're very excited about it, uh, this opportunity, because this obviously will spill over into other opportunities for us uh, 
but at the same time, it, it might, it may or may not directly impact me. And, you know, so I, so anyway, he tells, he tells me he's got to put together furniture and, you know, he, he kind of sheepish, sheepishly asked if I have anything going on on Monday and if I could help him. And, you know, I obviously said yes. And so he and I yesterday in the warehouse of this huge school district, we're in this warehouse. It's about 95 degrees in this warehouse. I've got my Under Armour shirt on, my Under Armour pants on, and some uh, black dress shoes on. And we're turning wrenches and drills and, you know, flipping tables over and <laughs> putting casters in. And you name it, we do it. Well, uh, I... I realize, and we didn't get done, so we got there, I, I got there probably about 11.30, and we did take a break for lunch for about, say, 30 minutes, but, you know, I did not leave from there until about 4, 4.45, and Andrew was actually still sitting in the floor finishing up the last piece. I just had to get back across town uh, and kind of beat traffic a little bit uh, so that I could, uh, you know, be home for Tyler Jr.'s uh fall baseball practice um so so man and then here i am again now still helping andrew uh i've got to go help him deliver uh some catalogs that he has a show for and and so forth well um it it sometimes guys let's just has how to say this the right way um I have learned, um, I've learned that, you know, if you are, if things aren't, uh, how to say this, hang on, I just got distracted by something on my, my work phone, um, back to center. So I remember, let me just back up. So things that I've learned over the years is how to take what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis and how to operate and how to function on a day-to-day basis um, with the kingdom of God, okay? So I've, it's, it's been a process for me. I, I learned this, I began to learn this really actually in 2008 uh, about the kingdom of God, how the kingdom of God operates and you know, now here we are, 2017, and, you know, I'm still learning how the kingdom of God operates, but like I mentioned before, on a previous uh, episode, I think it might be, you know, episode, you know, um, maybe 17, uh, 117, excuse me, uh, where I talk about the laws of the kingdom, and, you know, the granddaddy law of the kingdom, or one of the granddaddy laws of the kingdom, is sowing and reaping, all right? And if you can renew your mind to the element of sowing and reaping, you begin the process of functioning above the world system and functioning into the kingdom of God's system, uh, his system of government. And I'm going to take a quick swig of coffee. Hang on one second, guys.
That's good coffee, uh, by the way. Um, nice piping hot. Anyway, so <laughs> because I've learned that, the things that I've understood about sewing. So once you kind of start to renew your mind, one of the things that I, I've, again, I've learned is that what does a seed look like? All right. Out there in the marketplace, what does that look like? Um, you know, within the kingdom, that is a great question. I'm glad I, I'm glad I even asked that myself because I'm going to explain it of what I see a seed and what it looks like in the marketplace. Okay. Out there in the world, not in the four walls of the church, but actually out there in the world. All right. So I, I, I'm going, I mean, I'm, this is just, I'm just right off, right off the cup. I don't have any notes on this at all. I'm just, again, I'm just conversation in the car with you guys. A seed is any opportunity. All right. Now watch this. Any opportunity to solve a problem for someone. Okay. Now, if you just take the simple basic premise of a farmer, a farmer needs food, he needs money, all right, he needs more seed, all right, so that seed that he, he might have in his hand, it might be, say, uh, let's just say it's uh, tomato seeds, all right, he's got a tomatoes, tomato seeds in his hand, and he's like, man, I really want to grow a whole bunch of tomatoes. So that seed right there is an opportunity to solve, help him solve a problem actually in his life. Right? And once he plants that seed actually in the soil, then that seed goes to work to produce a harvest that will help solve his problem. So let me go back to my example or what happened to me yesterday and why I did what I did. So I know that I helped solve a problem. I'm in the process. I'm driving right now to go help solve a problem for Andrew. Um, and this and this even takes the seed element even to a greater significance um, because it doesn't directly affect me. I'm actually doing, I'm actually going above and beyond. This is something that you know, God actually sees this type of stuff because it's called a sacrificial seed. If you remember my talk I did uh, a while back called, um, you know, why isn't my giving working? And this, you know, I talk about in there a sacrificial uh, gift or a sacrificial seed. You know, I use the example of Isaac. You know, he was a sacrificial seed that was asked of God to 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 be used and he almost Abraham uh, believed God and knew that God would raise Isaac back up from the dead that's what it says in scripture and what happened is is that God actually said okay whoa, whoa, whoa all right you don't you don't have to give it but because you were willing to give that sacrificial seed it gives me the picture to know that I can go do what I need to do for you um, and give you this ram it also it gives me and I don't have to get into them but uh, foreshadowing of Jesus. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't have time to get into that, but 
that sacrificial seed is huge because I, you know, I, you are doing something for someone else that's above and beyond the, uh, what is to be expected or what is to, um, that you have no benefit in it at all. All right. You have no benefit at all. Maybe it might, maybe it might be a benefit down the road, but really you don't have a benefit, you know, immediately with it. And that's where, you know, this sacrificial seed kind of stuff comes in. You know, you can still have a, um, a, just got another text message from my, uh, from my job. I apologize guys. (laughs) Just distracted. (laughs) Um, but going back to the thing is, is that I decided to sew into Andrew yesterday because yes, it took away time for me in the long term, um, well, in the short term right now, excuse me, in the short term, because I'm, I'm sitting here, not able to make sales calls, not able to follow up on, um, you know, things I need to follow up on, um, yesterday. And even right now, you know, as I'm driving, I can't, you know, uh, do the research, do the things I need to do right now for my, for my job. Now, Grant, watch this. Hang on. Let me, let me put a, a catch with this, all right? That catch with this is you don't sit there and be, you know, a martyr, all right? A living martyr saying, oh, I'm just sacrificing myself away for the cause and you get nothing done with, you know, yourself, all right? You know, I know that there are sometimes people that will try to take advantage of you because you have this martyrdom mentality of thinking, oh, I'm just sacrificing and sowing seed, you know, they're in the name of just sowing seed. And, you know, that's foolishness. Because at the, at the end of the day, you don't need to, you know, throw your life away. You, you, there's other things that you have to do. Um, and you can't just sit there and give yourself away. But, you know, these types of opportunities come up. I've seen this happen a couple different times in my career. I remember one specifically, I had to go help a gentleman with an account and help him with a show, uh, that I had nothing to do with. Uh, and you know, isn't it interesting that about four or five months later, I received this, you know, awesome opportunity and win in sales with my job. I believe that those things are key and know this, that the seed that you sow today is always for the future harvest, uh, is always for your future harvest. So that's why I said, you know what, Andrew, I'd be more than happy to help you out. I'd be more than happy to work with you and help you get the furniture together and help you get these catalogs to wherever, you, you know, to, uh, to the school, to these bookkeepers. And because I saw it as an opportunity to sow and it is a sacrificial seed that I'm sowing. So I know, and by faith, I know that God is setting me up because anytime God has asked you to sow seed or anytime that God presents to you a opportunity all right, he's setting you up for a future harvest. He's setting you up for something big in your life. So you don't have to sit there and you know have a bad attitude about the seed or the sacrificial seed that you're going to have to go sow to go help that person or solve that person's problem at all because you know God's setting you up because that's the mentality right there. That's the whole mentality that if you have that mentality, it will transform you. 
it will take you to a whole nother level because that harvest is, is, is what promotes you. All right? Man, that's good. Wow, that's really good. The whole thing is good right there. <laughs> that whole thing is good. So, that's where I'm going right now, guys, and that's what I wanted. That's what, I mean, I didn't totally mean to even share all that right there, but it just kind of, it came out. But the other thing I wanted to just quickly share with you guys is, um, so on Sunday morning, I, I woke up early on Sunday morning, and it was kind of one of those things that I, I just felt like, okay, you know what? Uh, I'm awake, I'm alert. Uh, it was about six, I think it was right around a little before six, six 30 that I woke up. And normally on Sunday mornings, I don't wake up early, um, just because it's, it's a weekend. But for this reason I, I did, and I just had a sense that the seasons were changing in my life. And I wanted just to, you know, mention this to you guys, uh, that this is something I've learned over the years is that there are different seasons in your life. And just like when you know the seasons, uh, actually of fall, winter, you know, spring and summer, when you can kind of see around you and start sensing that things are changing of the seasons, you can sense that you can, you can, you can see that. Well, same thing is happening in the spirit as well with you. You can, if you're in tune with your heavenly father and the Holy spirit, you know, you're communing with them every day. I said every day. All right. When you're doing that, I can tell you this, that that is, is taking place and you will sense in your spirit when things are changing. How do you, how do you, how do you sense it? I, I, I'll just give you, you know, a couple for instance, for me, you know, number one, the Holy spirit tells you, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number two, number two, inside your spirit, man, not mentally, not, not where you're frustrated about something, but you know, you, you, it's almost like inside of you, you, you feel like that, you know, you're restless. That's a good word for it. You're restless about something, you know, something is just, is getting ready to, you know, potentially be birthed any of you, you know, you might've been preparing for something. You, you're, you don't know why you've been studying the subject that you feel God's leading you to study. You know, I remember, I'm reminded of my wife, Amy, you know, it was back in college, uh, that she was, she had felt led to read the book of Matthew for multiple, multiple weeks. Um, and it actually, uh, she would do that during a quiet time and she wasn't able to go and, uh, train, for a certain scholarship, you know, for, uh, for her college. And she wound up not getting the scholarship, um, or the, the money that she thought that she was going to get from that award. Well, the short, 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 short thing that happened with that is that lo and behold, she went and visited, um, a friend of hers and her friend's dad, found out that, you know, Amy was a Christian and that Amy had so many, you know, that her, that dad had like all these questions about the Bible and about, you know, what the Bible meant and what Jesus's walk on the earth was about. And Amy was prepared for that time. Okay. (laughs) 
she she was prepared because she'd been reading the book of Matthew over and over and over and studying the book of Matthew uh, for like maybe I think maybe a month, a month and a half, or maybe two months. I'm not sure. I know it was at least two months that she had been reading the book of Matthew and just you know studying the book of Matthew. That's all the Holy Spirit had led her to let her to do. And, you know, she felt really bummed because she wasn't able to train and compete for this scholarship she was going to be after. But she wound up, you know, uh, ministering to this to this dad of this friend of hers. And wouldn't you know it, okay, wouldn't you know it, that uh, she went to compete for the scholarship. She got maybe third or fourth or something like that. It didn't allow her to, you know, really win any kind of scholarship money. But she got back home that day, and in the mailbox, <laughs> in the mailbox was a, I don't know how she got it, but a random check from, uh, it wasn't, I don't know who it was from, but it was $2,500, and that would have been exactly the amount if she had won that scholarship. The scholarship was worth $2,500, but she, God had used that in a different way. So, I say this to say that you might be preparing for something and all of a sudden you, you'll sense that you're preparing for something. You don't know exactly why, but that preparation is leading you into a new season of your life and that you can sense when that season is happening. You might get restless. You might just can sense in your spirit that something's changing. The Holy Spirit might be telling you something. And that's exactly what I felt on Sunday morning um, inside of me is that I knew something was, you know, happening in the spirit with me, that it was changing. And I didn't know what it was. Um, and, you know, I was reminded, you know, just the timing of it was just awesome. The actual um, devotion that I read from Faith to Faith by Kenneth Copeland was know God's will. And, you know, he, he has the first scripture verse in here of, Psalms 127 verse 1, it says, Except the Lord build the house, your labor is in vain. Okay? That's kind of me paraphrasing it. And, you know, this is just something that I know for me that I've been learning multiple times, but this was just such a good thing for me to do, actually in this season of change that's taking place in my life right now. And I want you guys to hear this so you can also be prepared for change because let me tell you something when you go into a new season all right there'll be pressure from the outside or expectations put onto you that will drive you from a just because you don't know any better it'll drive you to do things that you shouldn't be doing at that moment or you shouldn't be pursuing all right you should be in that season, but you know what? There's going to be new things that are going to be taking place. So you're going to be like, oh, well, I guess I knew this or, oh, I guess I knew that. And you'll start just running after things that you don't need to be doing. And one of the things that um, Brother Copeland said in this devotional that he prays for his partners. And there's something that I know personally that I confess over my life. And actually just starting this past you know Sunday that I've really started to confess is two scripture verses, all right? The first one is uh, 1 Corinthians, excuse me, uh, Colossians chapter 1, 9 through 11, all right? And basically it says, 
and I'm going to use it in my own confession form right here. It says, and I am filled with the knowledge of God's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that, that I might work, that I might walk worthy. And by the way, I'm stopped, by the way. <laughs> I walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. All right. Strengthened with all might and according to his glorious power unto patience and long suffering with joyfulness. All right. So that's Colossians 1 9. And if you can, if you confess that out loud and meditate on that verse, when you're in that new season or going into that new season, God will give you supernatural wisdom. Because, and, I, and I'm, let me get to my second scripture verse, and that is actually. Um, it's Ephesians chapter 1, all right? And I believe, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that's chapter 1, verse uh, maybe 14 or 16, 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there, okay? Let's just say it there. But it basically says, For I receive the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of him, the eyes of my understanding being enlightened, that I might know the hope of his calling on my life, all right? So I receive the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of him, the eyes of my understanding being enlightened. And here's, the, here's, here's a big thing that I, I know for me personally that, again, I've learned. Okay, I've had, just had to learn this. And when I was younger, I didn't know this, and now I do, and now I can apply it. Okay? I go back to the thing of you know, when God, you, know, you go into a new season or a, you know, God gives you a vision of something in your, uh, in your future, all right? And you're like, man, this is awesome. I'm going full steam ahead with this. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you to pump the brakes. Slow down. All right? Slow down. It might be a very exciting time, but I remember back whenever I started uh, my marketing business, and I got so excited about it that, man, I, I put that thing in sixth gear, and I was boogieing on down the highway with a vision that I knew that God had placed inside of me. But, you know what? I should have pumped the brakes and began to seek the Lord, which I didn't, and confess these scriptures of, you know, that, my, that, I, that I know I'm full of the will, the will and knowledge of God. That the, the eyes of my understanding are being enlightened. So I can download that wisdom and insight from Him and from Holy Spirit to teach me how to operate and maneuver in this new venture that I'm, you know, or new direction that I'm going in. Because trust me, you can get, you'll spin your wheels out and you'll get straight on the side of the road like I did. All right. And it's no fun. You know, you spend a whole bunch of time, you know, uh, just going full tilt and you never stop and say, you know what? I wonder what the Lord would want me to do today about this. How how what's the best best use of my time, you know, for this element right here for my life? You know, should I be doing this today or should I be doing that today? And I know for me that I'm applying when I'm entering a new season, especially right now for me, a new season, that I'm gonna stay behind the Lord, I'm gonna seek his face and download and believe and receive by faith. And not having wavered or anything like that, but received by faith the wisdom, the manifold wisdom, the mind of Christ that I have, all right, that I'm going to be patient.
okay? Because I know, know me. I mean, I can, you know, call to action, boom, Mr. McCart is all the way up front, <laughs> ready to go. But I've learned to just be a little bit more patient and a little bit more decisive about what I'm doing, okay? And that's just something I wanted to share with you guys, <clears throat> is those things about seeds, seed sown, and about, you know, recognizing what a seed sown. I, I didn't even think about that until I was sharing that with you guys. That was actually good stuff, uh, what I shared right there. But, you know, and, and then just knowing that when you're going into a new season, how to recognize the new season, but also, you know, just knowing that you've got to download, you know, wisdom and slow down, pump the brakes, all right? <clears throat> you know, get time with the Lord. You know, it will be difficult. Your flesh, I can promise you this, your flesh will not want to do that, okay? Because <clears throat> I know that, you know, if I remember back whenever I was younger, um, when I was 22, 24, 23, 24, 25 years old, 26, man, uh, people were putting pressure on me. And, you know, I was performing for that pressure, and it was not healthy, all right? And I just didn't know any better. And unfortunately, you know, I, I don't regret any of that because it was just where I was at. I didn't, again, I didn't know any better. And, but I thank God that I can now look back and, you know, share with you guys just some lessons that I've learned with that and how that in hindsight, man, it's always a straight path. So, so guys, you see, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys, man. Be blessed today. Know that you walk in the favor of God and you operate in the fullness that you're a child of the Most High God and you're a king um, and you're a, you're a prince and a princess of the Most High God, of the King of Kings, all right? Operating that. Be confident in who you are in Christ. Know that He is your source. He's not a resource. He's a source. He's the source in your life, okay? So appreciate you guys. Hope you're enjoying these. Let me know if you are. I appreciate any comments or anything like that or any kind of feedback. Y'all have a great one. Freedom. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.